0: Welcome to Healing at the Speed of Light. Every week, we discuss how laser therapy is changing healthcare and how you can benefit. Now, here is your host and founder of Laser Therapy Institute, Dr. Jason Roundtree. Thanks for joining us again this week on Healing at the Speed of Light. I'm your host, Dr. Jason Roundtree, founder of Laser Therapy Institute. We're going to be talking today about fibromyalgia, what it is, how it's currently treated, and then we're going to get to a brand new study, an actual review, a collection of of experiments that have been done with patients with fibromyalgia and laser therapy. We're gonna talk about the results they were able to see. Um, And this is pretty exciting because when we get to these systematic reviews, you're talking about the top tier level of scientific information, the the most trustworthy data. So before I go any further, I'll tell you what I'm referring to. This review is titled, Low-Level Laser Therapy for Fibromyalgia, a Systematic Review and Meta-Analysis. So what that means is that in this case, the researchers took hundreds of studies and looked at all of them individually, picked out the ones that were high quality enough to count to to have legitimate scientific backing, And these guys were able to come up with nine very high quality trials um, that they included in this review. We'll get to those results here in a little bit. But first of all, fibromyalgia, what is it? Well, if you're listening to this and you have fibromyalgia or you know someone who does, you might even be a little bit confused about what it is because the fact is, simple facts are, we, we just don't quite know. We know that there's some kind of vascular or nerve function that's impaired that this is a chronic uncurable disorder that involves widespread pain Um, we don't really know that it's an autoimmune disease it could be we don't really have any way to, to know that though we still don't really even know the mechanisms of what's happening so this is diagnosed we don't have any tests this is diagnosed on a basis of exclusion, meaning that your doctor's going to rule out other disorders before they finally say, look, okay, this is the most likely thing you have is fibromyalgia. The way they're going to do that is if you've had pain for more than three months and you have four out of five painful regions on your body that the doctor will check, then you can be given a diagnosis of fibromyalgia. And you've had other tests run, of course, to rule out other diagnoses. The real, real hallmark here is that it is a multi-site chronic pain dysfunction of the body. Now, like I already said, we don't really know why. We don't really know what's happening. We do know it seems to be set off at sometimes by infections or stress or injury. Uh, It's very hard to nail down. One of the leading theories right now, though, is that it's almost a type of neuropathy. So you have very small nerves that control how open or shut your blood vessels are. And if those malfunction, if, for instance, they keep the blood vessels closed when they should be open, then the muscles aren't able to clear out some of the waste products, like lactic acid from working out. Um, And so what happens is instead of letting that blood flow through like it's supposed to and carry those waste products away, these, these uh, chemicals kind of build up in these muscles and then give you a lot of ongoing pain without really any good reason. Now we don't have any proof of that but it does seem to kind of make sense. If you've got some level of nerve injury or nerve dysfunction even, uh, a lot of times you know does affect the smaller nerves first and these very small nerves that go to the blood vessels really could be a a major factor in letting some of these waste products kind of pool up in the muscles. Now still doing a lot of research on that hopefully in the near future we'll have more concrete data on what's really causing this but that's one of the working theories right now. So the the current treatment recommendations since we don't really know what's going on current treatment recommendations are very much aimed at, at symptom relief making people feel better so prescription medications like Cymbalta and Lyrica are right at the top of the list um at times opioid medications uh are prescribed at times uh I've seen uh, antidepressants prescribed there's there's a whole mix because this is again difficult to manage um And most of the times, each case of fibromyalgia even is a little bit different from the others. So, there's a whole other host of less proven uh, treatments out there that includes occipital nerve stimulation, um, lidocaine infusions for the entire body, hyperbaric oxygen, uh, physical therapy, chiropractic massage, there's a lot out there, and again, you know, really aimed at symptom relief, but there's such a large variety of treatments that have been attempted because we still just don't really know the mechanisms here. So, laser has been attempted as well. And um, if I can read you one quote from this study, they say, laser has been introduced as a non-invasive therapeutic intervention for pain in several musculoskeletal disorders. So they believe that some of the way that laser works with other muscle and uh, skeletal issues could apply to fibromyalgia patients as well. So going back in time and collecting a whole bunch of these trials, these researchers here uh, were able to come up with nine high quality uh, trials. And I I will say that they they did exclude high power laser, class four lasers, from this study and they said it was because class four laser causes tissue destruction. Now we know that's not technically true. Uh, I, I feel like what they were talking about was some of the surgical class four lasers that do cause tissue destruction but we use class four therapy lasers uh, in our LTI clinics every day with excellent results and zero tissue destruction. Still this particular trial was able to find nine very good studies using the lower powered lasers that still actually showed good results. As a matter of fact they showed decreased pain, decreased tender points, less fatigue and stiffness, decreased amounts of depression and anxiety, and this is pretty interesting, they were able to show that laser with exercises actually gave better results than just exercise by itself. Again, if you've got fibromyalgia or you know someone who does there are some cases where exercise really actually works out pretty well uh, for your symptoms and then many other cases exercise just makes everything feel that much worse so when it comes to including exercise as a therapy for fibromyalgia it can be successful but in some cases it just really isn't even feasible so these researchers found that including laser with an exercise program really raise the success rate. So that is something to look at. If you have tried working with your fibromyalgia pain and tried exercise, if that did not work out well for you, many times adding laser in can help somebody tolerate that exercise program and then actually start getting some good benefits out of it. Get stronger, get more active and then see some long standing results. I'll read you the conclusion here from this study. And they said that the data indicates that laser therapy is an emerging, non-invasive, well-tolerated treatment for fibromyalgia to relieve discomfort, particularly in patients who do not exercise regularly. And I'm gonna say who, who really can't exercise regularly too, the people who get flares. Um, because that's the thing, right? If you've dealt with fibromyalgia, you've probably had several treatments that actually did flare your symptoms. And so whether or not you can even make it through the treatment is always a factor. I'm sure if you're looking at what can be chosen, these researchers say that laser therapy is well tolerated. And a lot of that comes down to we don't even have to make physical contact uh, with the, the laser handpiece to the patient in a lot of cases. So if somebody is very sensitive, they can't handle pressure because it flares up their symptoms, we can do laser in a non-contact method, still deliver that same dose of light and still have those good effects without agitating things. I know personally I've treated several patients they could not handle any level of chiropractic adjusting or stretching or soft tissue manipulation because it would flare up their symptoms so much. So being able to get them a treatment where really there's no mechanical motion, there's no stretching, pulling, anything like that, and being able to see them get better, it works great, it works very, very well. Um, It's the thing that I would say has worked the best across the board for fibromyalgia patients. And again, that's hard to find. It's hard to find a therapy that a fibromyalgia patient um, will always respond to, because each case is so different. So, how does it work? How does laser therapy work when you're talking about fibromyalgia? Well, we again, we don't really know much about fibromyalgia. There's some, dis- you know, some discussion on how laser even works. So I'll read you from the study. They say some mechanisms of laser therapy, such as increased nociceptive threshold, so that means better pain tolerance, endorphin production, that's the feel-good um, nerve production, and downstream downstream opioid receptors have been postulated to explain the analgesic or pain relieving effect of phototherapy, light therapy. Other ideas include anti-inflammation due to a decrease in prostaglandin 2 and cyclooxygenase 2 levels which are cell signals as well as proliferation and neovascularization of connective tissue cells so that means healing actual tissue repair of especially connective tissues and then also increasing blood flow and promotion of healing by increasing the levels of nitric oxide which is a cell signaler also. So back at the beginning we talked about one of the theories here is that vascular theory where you're not getting enough blood flow to these, these muscles, to these muscle groups because the nerves aren't really doing their job of getting that blood flow in there and they're saying with laser, one of the ideas is not only can it help with reducing pain but it actually can create new blood vessels in the connective tissue cells. It can improve blood flow and healing in those damaged areas so there's there's a direct method here where you can use laser to make the tissues healthier and I think that is a big piece because your lyrica your cybalta. they're they're not going to do anything for the tissues. They're only really going to help with some of the symptoms in a temporary sense. So when we're talking about making some actual headway here with pain syndromes, it's not uncommon to see somebody with fibromyalgia have excellent relief that lasts when you have laser therapy done. So what are your takeaways? Well, your takeaways here today are that laser is now being shown to be very well supported in scientific research when it comes to using it with fibromyalgia patients. And secondly, if you've got somebody who knows what they're doing, that's treating you with laser, your results can be very good. And it can come about because you're actually helping the tissues heal. That is a big step forward when we're talking about getting tissues back to normal, getting our patients that have fibromyalgia more functional and being able to get out and do things, get out and exercise. That is a massive improvement in quality of life um, and and in how our patients can really function with their friends, their family, and in their daily life. Thanks for joining us. really appreciate your time listening in today, and I'll see you next week. Subscribe to this weekly podcast for more great information. Find a certified laser therapy clinic near you at lasertherapyinstitute.org. If you are a healthcare provider, check out our practitioner-focused Laser Therapy Institute podcast. Thanks for listening.